reignite your passion for God and for his work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Yeah, yeah. Hey. 
Hallelujah. Clap your hands for our sister. Hallelujah. You are all welcome again to this powerful day that the Lord has made. I'm very sure we will enjoy the day to the fullest. Amen. Now, today is Galatians 6 6 Sunday. Oh, Mombomo in Sebi. And it is a day set aside to celebrate and honor our father, Bishop Doug Heward Mills. And um, right now, all over the world, the children of Bishop Doug are honoring him. Now, our zonal leaders will help us this morning to understand who Bishop Doug is, both to us and to the world. So first, we want to call the zonal leader from the Anakazo zone to tell us about Bishop Doug as an international healing evangelist. Hallelujah. Amen. Bishop Doug as an international healing evangelist. Through the Healing Jesus campaigns, the gospel of Jesus Christ is carried to the world through massive evangelistic crusades accompanied by healing miracles, signs, and wonders. The year 2009 marked the winning of one million souls to the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, it's a good place to put your hands to for the Lord. One million souls. Amen. Now, the campaigns have touched every country in West Africa and are currently in Southern Africa. Wow. What a compassionate pastor and father we are privileged to have. We celebrate your selfless commitment to carry the glorious gospel of salvation and healing to the nations. Long live Bishop Doug. Long live Healing Jesus Campaigns. Amen. We want to call the Zona leader for builders to tell us about Bishop Doug as an unparalleled pastor. Hallelujah. Bishop Doug is an unparalleled pastor. He started Lighthouse Chapel International over 20 years ago in a small classroom at Kolibu. And now it is a mega church found in over 70 countries all over the world. Hallelujah. He didn't stop there. A few years ago, he decided to go to the young people. So he went to start the first love church with the tertiary students. And to the glory of God, it has also become a mega church. Amen. With thousands of members all over the country. We honor such a man and we say long live Bishop Doug. Thank you. We want to call the zonal leader for Fruitful Zone to tell us about Bishop Doug as a prolific best-selling author. Hallelujah. Wow, Bishop Doug Hewitt Mills is a prolific best author. He has written well over 40 books. Among them are best-selling books like Loyalty and Disloyalty, Model Marriage, The Art of Leadership. These books have been translated into about 20 languages. They are available in e-books and hard copies. Hallelujah. Long live Bishop Daguerre Mills. Thank you. Clap your hands for Jesus. We want to call the Zona leader for Grace Zone to tell us about Bishop Doug being an outstanding psalmist. Hallelujah. Bishop Doug is an outstanding psalmist. Having come from a background of music and being an instrumentalist himself, our father loves music. 
and has in recent time written many beautiful songs under the power of the Holy Ghost. Long live Bishop Dark. Long live Lighthouse. Amen. We want to call on the zonal leader for loyalty zone to tell us about Bishop Dag being a practical builder. Hallelujah. God has blessed us with a father who is a practical builder. He believes in buildings and he's a, he builds practically. We have the impressive campuses of Anakazo Bible and Ministry Training College, both at Kolegono and Mampong, to show his building prowess. Lighthouse is blessed to have completed, I'm saying completed, building projects and also ongoing church building projects littered all over Ghana, across Africa, the Caribbean, Europe and Asia. Apart from that, we have cathedrals all over Accra, to think all over Ghana, to think that where you are sitting is just a branch church. In some places, the pastors do munchendi, but Bishop, God has blessed us with a father who organizes things and makes sure that we have a, a roof over our head. Bishop Doug, we love you, we honor you, God bless you. We want to call on the Overcomers Zone Zonal Leader to tell us about Bishop Doug being a prudent founder. Hallelujah. We celebrate Bishop Doug as a prudent founder. In great wisdom, our Father has structured the church for continuity. He has appointed great bishops who, together with him, ensure that the church is moving in the will of God. Long live Bishop Doug. Long live SCI. Amen. We want to call the zonal leader for temperance zone to tell us about Bishop Doug being an anointed teacher. Bishop Doug is an anointed teacher. Hours and hours of life-transforming messages have been taught by Bishop Doug during camps, conferences, conventions, crusades, and services. These messages have been made available to all in audio and video formats. The Makane, Pomano, Charisma, Gospel Blades, and many more uh, devices you can purchase and listen to or watch to receive an anointing. We love you, Bishop. We want to call on the zonal leader to represent the church worker group to tell us about Bishop Doug being a unique apostle. Amen. Bishop Doug is a unique apostle. Bishop understood early that God had not called him to remain in Kolegono alone, but to the ends of the world. This has led him to plant churches on all the continents of the world. He continues to commission and send many of his children as missionaries in foreign lands. Because of this, if you ever travel outside Ghana, you will find a church to call at home. Because of this, we honor this man. Long live Bishop Dag. Hallelujah. I was... I was a committed drunkard, a committed wee smoker, committed unbeliever. But by the grace of God, God raised up this man, Bishop Doug. And today, I stand here as your service pastor to give glory to God and to say thank you, Bishop Doug, for the great things that you have done in this life. Let's be on our feet and clap our hands and celebrate our father, Bishop Doug Hayward Mills. Clap your hands and celebrate him. Clap your hands and celebrate him. Wow. Wow. 
Wow. It's too powerful. Oh, boom, boom, we say me. Boom, boom, we say me. May the Lord watch over him. May the Lord keep him. May the Lord preserve him so that many more committed unbelievers shall come into the house of the Lord to become committed believers to serve the Lord. Clap your hands for Bishop Dag. Wow. God bless you. All right, let us lift up our voices and welcome the bishop of the house to give us a message in season. Clap your hands and welcome Bishop Edwin Ogo. may be seated. I want to welcome you to church today. Today is a special service. Only once in a year do we have such a church service to honor our father Bishop Dag Ward Mills and the reason for this special honor we bestow on our pastor is found in Galatians chapter 6 and verse 6. Says, let him that is taught in the word communicate to him that teacheth in all good things. Let him. Let him. That is taught the word of God. Ah, Communicate. To him that teacheth. All 
all good things. Today, I'm continuing to preach on the subject I've titled Honor. Honor. To honor someone is to give great respect to the person. To honor someone is to give that person a special place. To honor someone is to give somebody or that person a special treatment. And to honor someone is to bestow on the person something that is not ordinary. Now, this word honor is a very important word, even though you and I don't hear that word, this word, very often in our lives. But I'm preaching this for the few of you who have ears to hear, to understand that this word honor will do more for you than the job you are doing now. Your degree will contribute a lot to your life. But honor will do more for you than what your degree will do. That is why last week I taught you from Ephesians chapter 6. Verse 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. For this is right. It means that first of all, it is abnormal for you not to have parents in the Lord. I stand here, I have got parents in the Lord. Who are your parents in the Lord? If you don't have parents in the Lord, it means you are a spiritual bastard. What's the tree word for a bastard? There's no tree word there. It's, it's, it's only an English. Well, a bastard is somebody who doesn't have parents. And it's not a good word. It's a curse. It's not a nice word. I want you today to ask yourself, ask yourself personally, by the way, come to think of it, who are my parents spiritually? Because 
you must have people you relate with as parents. If you don't have such a relationship, your life will not go very far. Then we come to verse 2. And I'm ending here. It says, Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. Verse 3 that it may be well with thee and thou mayest live long on the earth. So, you will understand from the scripture we have read that there is obeying and honoring another sin. Obeying and honoring is part of honoring someone, but it's not the same as honoring. Verse 1 says, Obey your parents. And verse 2 says, Honor your father and your mother. Today, I want to continue to talk about this word honor because it is a source of blessing for your life. Because our lives are determined more by blessings and curses than by our beauty and our certificates. As you grow up, you will find a lot of mysterious things in life you can't explain. Somebody who doesn't who, who hasn't been to school but is very rich. And so you're the fourth term. And as employed graduates as his managers, but he himself hasn't been to school. All these are mysterious things. You would, as you grow, you discover, you find people who are slow, but they win their race. You find somebody who doesn't have skills. Actually, Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11. Let's refresh our memory. Ecclesiastes 9, verse 11. The New Living Translation says that I have observed something else. Say something else. Uh Something else means that there is something else. Did did you get me? Something else means something else. Because many of you, you know only one thing. You know something. What do you know? I will tell you what you know. You know that that's what you know. That's what life has taught you. That those who are fast, they win the race. Is that not what you know? 100 meter dash, Hussein Bolt, Hussein Bolt. 100 meters. P, it is the one who is fast. Is that not what you know? That's why church is very important. Church teaches you something else. And what does church teach us today? That the fastest runner 
doesn't always win the race. What else do you know? What do you know? That the strongest warrior is the one who will win the, the fight. I mean, if two people are fighting, you know, somebody from East Legon, a, a man from East Legon is fighting a fisherman from Jamestown. Who do you think will win? Jamestown, Barbies. Or somebody from Bukum. I mean, think about it. A man from Adringano fighting somebody who has grown up in, yeah, your friend is saying, Bukum. Normally, can you guess who will win the fight? Eh? Who will win the, first, eh, the fight? Okay. Imagine Reverend Michael fighting Bukum Banku. Who do you think will win the fight? Why? Because Bukum Banku is strong. That's what you know. But when we come to church, we learn something else. That Bukum Banku versus Reverend Michael will not always end up with Bukum Banku winning the fight. That the strongest warrior doesn't always win the battle. They are winning when they say, ekwa akwa. What else do you know? What you have, what you know is that those who are educated lead successful lives. Is that not what you know? Oh, I, I can't hear you. Yes. Education. Is education good or bad? Very, very good. And it's true. If you want to lead a successful life, go to school. Send your girl child to school. Is that not the song? Send your daughter to school. If you want your son to be successful, send your son to school. I will give you that advice today, tomorrow, and forever. There is no amount of money you pay for your son's education that will be a wasted especially even the girl. Send your girl child to school. Yes. That's what we know. And it is true. It is true that the fastest runner wins the race. That the strongest man wins the battle. But in church, like today, Sunday, we learn that education alone, that there's something else. He said, I've observed something else, that something else, more powerful than education, can lead to you, the success of your life. Because I'm not an important person. Because I'm not an important person. If I was important, God would have chosen me to contribute to the Bible. But if I were to add something to this verse, I would have said that the most beautiful woman does not always get a husband. Am I preaching already? That I have I have observed something else. Else. Say else. Else. 
else. That the most beautiful woman does not always get a husband. So what accounts for these strange happenings? Because in life, not all of us are fast. Most of us in this room are not educated. No proper education. Even your so-called education, you didn't even pass RME. Social. Social. Yes. Even you, you passed with 50%. So today, I want to just tell you that there is something else apart from education or strength or speed that will move your life forward. And that thing is a blessing or a curse. Even sometimes to pass your exam will not be because you studied hard, but a blessing upon your life guided you to a certain page in a textbook and you read it and you passed your exams. Can you clap your hands for blessings? Honor. Honor. And today I'm teaching you in two minutes how to honor. How do you honor your father and your mother? Galatians 6, verse 6. That's the verse that teaches us how to honor your father. There are many types of fathers. You can have a biological father. Father in law. Spiritual father. Father in ministry. Different types of fathers. Today we are honoring our spiritual father. Our spiritual father in Lighthouse is Bishop Dagwood Mills. Now, today's message is just for two minutes, three minutes. How do you honor a father? And I need you to remember this message because we will need today's message for, God willing, next week's message. So I, I have begun preaching next week's message today. How do you honor someone? How, how do you honor your father? How do you honor your mother? How do you honor your spiritual father or your spiritual Mother. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. There can be no honor or respect without the involvement of things. That is how a blessing... Please, please, let, let's stop here. Please, let's stop and go back to Ephesians 6. I forgot to tell you something. Verse 3. Sorry, sorry. I apologize. Because I'm talking about why you must honor someone. Why should you honor someone? What's the point? 
Verse 3. That it will be well with you. I didn't know what's a wish that we janyam said yeah, baby, baby, that is why I'm preaching this message. And I make us ask and pay. How many of you want it to be well with you? One person sin ye, and that thou mayest what live long. Said the benya won't want a beware. So living long, so we benyan quatrenting is a result of honoring a father and a mother. Ejina yamsha would the best way jah and now would so living long is not a result of walking from Ayimensa to Pediasi. You can walk from Ayi Mainsan to Pedriasi, and that is where a car will hit you and you will die. That is why what I'm preaching about is very important. So, 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 how many of you want it to be well with you? So the Bible teaches us that if you want it to be well with you, honor your father and your mother. And how do you honor? Galatians success. You honor someone by giving, communicating. This is old English. The current English is by bestowing or giving good things. It's your Bible. Good things. So when someone teaches you this church we are, what I'm preaching today I'm preaching to you because I have been taught by my pastor to yeah. teach you. You may not find Bishop Dagwood Mills standing here today. Bishop But he has given me what to teach you. It's like when you go when when you were a student of Wesley Girls High School. Wesley Girls High School. And a driver brings you water and bread and jollof rice. You must understand that the driver has been sent by your father. Your father is attending a conference. That's why he couldn't come. But the driver is not the one who brought the water. It's not the source of the water and the bread and the jollof rice. If you have small sense, you will know that the man bringing you the water is not the source of the water. The source of the blessings you have in this church is from Bishop Dagwood Mills. And if we want to honor him, we have to communicate good things. And good things is like love. It is the person who is receiving it who must say that it's a good thing. You can say that it's a good thing. Because what is good to you may not be good to me. You can't go and buy. I know that for, for the past five years, you have been buying your perfume from the uh, Hausa people at uh, 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 Medina, those who sell Tunale. It's a type of perfume. Very nice. But I don't like it. You can't go and buy tunale and force it on me that because it's good for you, it is good for me. I determine what is good for me. 
many of you this morning are wearing very bad shoes. I don't know whether it's a carpenter who made the shoe or a, a mason who made the bad shoes. But when I came to check, we've been looking at the way you were dancing, I could tell that you, you like your shoes. But the fact that you like the shoes does not mean that I like those shoes. It may be good for you, but not good for me. So sometimes, if you want to honor someone with good things, and remember, I've told you, there can be no honor without things. somebody at the back must hear this one I don't know why I'm coming to the back somebody here must hear this there's somebody here who doesn't have sense I'm coming to you you cannot honor you can't say you are honoring someone if there are no things you can you, you can salute, you can bow, you can obey. But if the honor doesn't have things, it is not honor. And therefore, you cannot be blessed. There must be things. That is why even you, when you were going to see that uh, uh, malam, you took things. You didn't you take things? Oh, you can't answer. <laughs> Foolish boy. <laughs> Christian, you are going to see a malam. There can be no honor without things. Next week we will learn that even to honor God, honor the Lord with thy substance. You cannot honor God with only praise and worship. Honor without substance is no honor. But it is in Galatians chapter 6 verse 6 that we know what type of things. It says good things. So if you are not sure if the person likes your type of shoe or likes your perfume or your blouse or your shirt or your tie, then you give him something that is universal. That the person can convert to the perfume he likes or the shoe he likes. And that's why we give money as a universal source of honoring someone. That's why many of you are not blessed. You are blessed because you are not blessed because you don't honor with things. Now, therefore, take I pray. The, let's just listen to this. Take your weapons. I'm showing you how to honor. Okay, let me read that. Genesis 27, verse 2. Take your weapons. Verse 3. Take your weapons and your quiver and your bow. Go to the field and take me some venison. Meat. But that meat you are getting is not any cheap meat. To get it, you must use weapons. Expensive meat. Weapons and quiver 
and arrow and bow just to get a piece of meat next verse i'm showing you why you are that you cannot just give somebody toilet roll and expect a blessing from it and make me savory meat such as i love so when you are honoring somebody you honor the person with something he loves not what you love and, and bring it to me that i may eat that my soul may bless you before i die the soul that is when i eat i will get a good feeling and i will speak words words are defining your life more than your beauty and your hair and your buttocks and your ties and your certificates words one girl true story i heard it in recent she annoyed her mother her Aba, mother was frustrated she came from her mother's legs and she was disturbing her mother and the mother one day said you will sell beans. Be very careful. Your mother may not give you money. But her words can, can define your life. Your father may not buy a house for you. But his words can define your destiny. You won't believe it. For a long time, we thought the mother's words were useless words. Because when she told the girl you will sell beans, the girl was in Wasi. The girl went to university. No beans. She, get, she got first class. No beans. She was employed in a big company at their bank or something. No beans. Suddenly, something, 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 something. Before we knew it, the girl was in front of their family house selling beans. And your, uh, school. your, 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 got everything say, say, say that i may eat and i will bless you so see when a what a person says when he is happy or what a person says when he is sad defines your life more than your first class that's why some of you are struggling in life either a certain blessing your mother should have spoken over your life hasn't been spoken or you have rather stirred up a curse from them I mean, that is why he says that I have seen something else that not all the beautiful girls get husbands some of you sitting here you are bleaching your face with akasha so no man is marrying you i'm preaching girl i'm preaching i know i'm preaching i'm preaching good say something else else it's not we know that nice girls get husbands but me as a pastor who officiates weddings i can tell you that it's not the most beautiful girls who, who have their weddings here some, some of the girls when they are coming you may think say hippopotamus cuckoo 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 then the slim girls no man wants to marry them but the hippopotamuses are the ones getting husbands because something else defines your marital destiny more than your ties or your bottles or your breasts so all your life try and find what can i do to get a blessing 
an opportunity to be blessed when it comes seize it otherwise all you'll be left with will be curses beautiful certificate educated you have everything but a blessing is not upon your life we honor with substance shall we rise to our feet you can clap your hands please close your eyes if you are here today and you are not born again you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior just lift up your hand I want to pray for you right now outside. yes pastor pray for me I see, I see your hand if your hand is lifted up you want to be born again lift up your hand I, want, I can't see your hand you want to receive Jesus Christ if your hand is up come to me in front here I want to pray for you. I surrender all. yes I surrender pastors get a communion to the Lift up your two hands. You are coming to give your life to Christ. Look at my face. It will lead to a change in your life. A change in as you pray this prayer something great will happen to you say heavenly father today I'm sorry for my sins I'm coming to you please receive me as your child I'm not going back to the world I'm going to save you all the days of my life in Jesus name Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.